read all the stories about BYU sports no one else has heard. Go to kslsports.com for exclusive columns by BYU insider Mitch Harper. That's kslsports.com. First and 12, brought to you by Macy's Grocery Store. Happy shopping. Appreciate Macy's being on board with our first season of First and 12. Mitch Harper, Alex Carey, coming to you on this Sunday morning here on KSL News Radio and the KSL Sports Zone. Every single week, we highlight a featured game in the Big 12 Conference. And this week, Alex, for the first time, we're talking about a conference game. Yeah, and it's interesting, too, because TCU. Uh, this is a team that's pretty darn good, and they went down to Houston. And Houston, I don't know what to think about what Dana Holgerson's doing down there because this is a team that, like, on paper, Mitch, we should be watching Houston do what UCF is doing, right? Doing what yes. BYU is doing right now. I mean, you have the recruiting base that places like UCF, places like uh, like BYU would die for, right? Just to be able to walk across the street and see some high school, Texas high school football and offer some kids right there in the backyard. And, and, and Dana Holgerson, I mean, he's a guy who's he's got a lot of great coaching in his background. And, of course, he's he's one of those guys that you, you see usually out-dueling folks. But, man, uh, Sonny Dykes and TCU, they're going to be like – they're going to have to make up for what happened against uh, you know Colorado, obviously, early in the year. But we know now that Colorado's are actually a pretty darn good football team, at least right now. And so, I, you know, I don't know what to think about this game except for the Houston. It's kind of falling flat right now for me. Well, I also think, you know, TCU, pretty uh, impressive with Chandler Morris. He had 12 carries for 53 yards. Some of that was RPO, some design runs. I didn't, I didn't really factor in Chandler Morris being – you know, I knew he was a dual threat, but didn't realize he could be an RPO guy. He did a little bit of read option as well. Our, our TCU opened that playbook quite a bit for, for Chandler Morris in that run game, and that's that's a nice luxury because I remember Max last year, Max Duggan, you know, how how important he was in moving, being a chain mover when they could pick it up on a, on a first down with his feet. So if TCU has that luxury, that, that's a nice piece to have going in the league play. I also liked... I, you know me, I, I love a good helmet or a good uniform. Those horned frog lids that the TC horned frogs had, <laughs> those were pretty nice. I did like that that heat they were bringing in Houston. But I, I just feel like Houston, out of all the newcomers, Alex, they just don't have much energy or, or juice to them. I mean, when you lost to Rice last week, that was terrible. And I think the <laughs> UTSA win took a little bit of shine off this week as UTSA lost to Army in their game on that Friday night in the Alamo Dome. So it just feels like Houston might be, you know, potentially dabbling with being in the cellar. They're just fortunate they haven't had an FCS loss like some other teams or or losses to, you know, programs you haven't heard of where that's kind of maybe keeping them out of being in the total basement of the league. But Houston just doesn't seem to have any momentum right now among the four newcomers. Yeah, and, you know, when you have UCF at 3-0, and you have BYU at 3-0, and uh, you have Houston, who is one and two, and and you're kind of looking around. And and by the way, in Cincinnati, I think everybody was gonna, you know, was thinking was gonna be three and zero as well this week. Uh, certainly, they're the ones who are the uh, lower performers. Uh, Houston, I'm I'm referring to. But let me ask you something about the because you're you're there in Arkansas still. As the overall vibe, because you know there's SEC teams. But they're not all created equal. And Arkansas is kind of one of those middle of the – but certainly a traditional power when you talk about a Southern, like, mm-hmm. play, has played over a 1,000 games in its history. They've been around a long, long, long time. But they're cert- – I, I know this for a fact. Having been down to places like uh, Ole Miss – I went to the Ole Miss game in uh, – oh, what in heaven's 2011. 2011. 
I go down to there and I'm just like, I got to be a part of this. I got to see what's going on in Oxford and, and see just kind of that vibe down there. And they're like, isn't it nice that you guys come down and, and, and see what it's like down here in the South? Was there a lot of that like uh, backhanded compliment stuff? Like, isn't it nice that you guys get to come down here? and it, Or like the automatic win. I remember Michigan State fans when BYU went in 2015. They were like, I mean, it, you know, obviously we're going to beat you guys tomorrow, but, uh, you know, and then they'd kind of move past the thing and be like, but it's nice for you guys to be able to come over here and, and play us every once in a while. Was there that vibe at Arkansas, or are they kind of aware that their team maybe have some uh, building to do? Very aware. Uh, they were, the most of the ones I interacted with said, y'all probably going to win this game. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. And, you know, it was the same kind of arguments of, our offensive line is not very good. And then, you know, BYU people saying, you know, our offensive line is not that good either. So a lot of similarities. And I think both fan bases were kind of feeling out, like, what to expect here. And so, yeah, Arkansas fans were pretty good. They they were really uh, great with the hospitality, I thought. And there was no backhanded, you know, you all do great. Because I thought what it was going to be was BYU was going to leave Fayetteville and just celebrate, oh, well, we donated 40,000 pounds of food and we won the charity bowl, but we didn't actually win on the field. No, they actually got both done. They won off the field and they won on the field as well. And and I think a lot of people enjoyed it. They And I kid you not, Alex, this is – I am not just for entertainment here. This really happened. Three different people said that ice cream that you all handed out – was incredible. That was outstanding. And I, I just thought, man, that legend of the ice cream carrying in that end zone just now, what was that, Graham Canyon? What was that, Graham Canyon? I don't even know where that is. It sounds delicious. Is that, oh, do good. they still sell Broncos cocoa bean, or is that off the market? I think that's gone. Maybe it's coming back after sharing hey, his podcast with him. Listen, I'm telling you, you, like that was one of my favorite flavors, and an insider told me that's the most expensive flavor they've ever developed because it's just wow. the high quality of the chocolate bean. So excited about it. All right, uh, Mitch, when it, when it comes down to it, though, the Big 12, we've got lots of shakeups in our rankings, which we're going to be getting to in just a couple of moments here. When we turn over to Hour 2, uh, we're going to roll out some of these uh, some of these new rankings. And frankly, it's a, it was a bloodbath, you and I going through this list, and so lots of surprises on this one. We're going to get to it, and we're going to be able to uh, jump in also. Our second hour still around the corner. One of our favorite segments is the power rankings every week. So you're going to get your Big 12 power rankings, and we'll uh, roll that out. And of course, we want we want to uh, thank our sponsors, Macy's Grocery Store. Happy shopping. Get the fresh fruits and vegetables, everything you expect from a Macy's experience at Macy's Grocery Stores, bringing you first and 12. Mitch Harper in Arkansas, Alex Keery here in Salt Lake City. You can hear us on, on uh, first and 12 every week on the KSL Sports Zone and on KSL News Radio. We'll be back. Our power rankings are next. Stay with us.